We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mr. Roberts, it is it is time for us to make our predictions. We're going to follow the same format we always do. We are going to make our prediction. We're going to discuss kind of how we see the game playing out. We'll hand out some game balls and talk storylines. So we're going to start with you. First of all, Ryan, let me hear what your pred- prediction is. And I'm curious, like, have you just kind of had one locked in all week or have you kind of been back and forth? Like, so let me hear, let me hear what your prediction is and, and uh, how resolute you've been about this prediction all week. So I actually had a difference. I had a different prediction a little bit earlier in the week. Over the last couple of days, I've settled on a score prediction because I just, the more I watch of Central Michigan, I kind of get a feeling that I got against Tennessee State and Navy of Notre Dame's just a better football team, this team, uh, at every spot. They, they really are. I don't think there's a spot that I'd look at and I say Central Michigan has an advantage there. Like I just don't think that that exists. So for me, I think that Notre Dame is going to come out. They're going to remedy the slow start they had last week. They're going to come out and they're going to jump on this team. And I think that this game is going to get ugly pretty quickly. I think ultimately we're going to see some backups in the second half especially. And I wouldn't be shocked if Central Michigan puts a touchdown on the board at that point and maybe a field goal. So I have 59-10 to outcome Notre Dame. Eight touchdowns, one field goal for Spencer Schrader on his only attempt of the day. Just, again, man, I just don't see this game being overly competitive outside of the first few minutes of the first quarter. I just think Notre Dame is that type of team. I would love Notre Dame to get the ball first this week and maybe hit an explosive play to start this one out and then really kind of unlock the potential of this scoring offense because I think we've only seen glimpses of it despite them (laughs) scoring 40-plus points in three straight games. So Notre Dame wins a big one. 59 to 10. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We're close, Ryan. Um, I have been back and forth all week, and as I've gone, my numbers have kind of gone like this. So okay. more and more for Notre Dame and fewer and fewer for Central Michigan. Because part of me, part of me thinks that two things, Ryan, is that that we're, you know we're going to see some just some sloppiness. I just feel like you had that hard fought game against NC State. You went and traveled. You know, there's a quarterback that can make some plays with his legs. You're looking forward to Ohio State. Let's be honest; these kids are if they are overlooking Ohio, if they are completely not thinking about Ohio State at all, then they're better men than me. And maybe they are. I mean, well, they probably are anyway, but even more better men than me. It's human nature. You're thinking about it to a, to some degree. Sure. So I just kind of predict a little bit of sloppiness. So like I was like, I was at like 42 to 13, 17. And then I just kept watching more film and I'm like, yeah, this team shouldn't score. Even if they have mistakes like that, no. And and then I was 48 to 13 at one point in time. That was my prediction yesterday. Today I'm at 52 to 10. Okay. And just because to your point, Ryan, and, and here's what it came down to for me. You know what it really boils down to is in the past, Notre Dame would get their 52 or their 42 or whatever, put the backups in and not really add much. One of the reasons why that 2019 offense ended up being so good scoring the ball is because they would put their backups in the game and the backups would score a bunch of touchdowns. If you remember, like the backups put like what three touchdowns on the board against New Mexico. Cause I think for Jakovic led him to a touchdown drive or two. Brendan Armstrong came in and led him to a touchdown drive. Remember he threw that little screen pass Brennan to Brayden Lindsay, Brendan Clark. Yeah. What did I say? Brendan Armstrong Brennan Armstrong. Yeah. yeah. Getting old dude. <laughs> uh, Brendan Clark threw a touchdown pass. He threw a little now screen to Brayden Lindsay who went and, and made some plays they hung 52 on uh, Virginia that year, or not Virginia, but Bowling Green that year. And, and part of it was the backups came in and, and moved the ball down the field and got them a score. And so we saw that at times that season. And, and uh, you know, this year I kind of feel the same way. Because when when you go to your backups, who are your running backs? It's Jadarian Price and Jabron Payne. I mean, right, and, and Jeremiah right. Love. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And Jabron Payne. It's like. You know who you put in a receiver? It's Rico Flores, Braylon James. Even a couple of those walk-on running backs with tough kids, man. Like, yeah, that's tough. James <laughs> can play. You know, and and it's like you know your 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 backups are dudes. You know, you who you put in a tight end? Cooper Flanagan. You know what I mean? It's just like 
So I think they'll put a touchdown, at least a touchdown on on the board. So I, I kind of see it being like 42 points for the offense and then 10 – or the first-team offense and then like 10 from the second-team offense, a field goal drive and a touchdown drive. And I just – I if they score more than 10 points against this Notre Dame defense, that's that's a bit of a problem for me. Agreed. They only scored seven on, Central, on Michigan State. And honestly, Ryan, didn't really threaten much more in that yeah. game, to be honest with you. And well, and I don't think Michigan State's – I mean, they're actually better on defense this year than they were last year, in my opinion, yeah. but not that much better. Not – not. I mean, no. They gave up 14 points to Richmond, you know, so – Yeah. This should be a game the defense feasts. All, all I have to say, though, Brian, is if Notre Dame struggles for whatever reason in this football game, I am to blame because for whatever reason, the last two regular seasons yeah. that I've gone to games have not been good outcomes for Notre Dame. So if yeah. Notre Dame struggles this weekend when I'm at the Central Michigan game, I think it is just a clue that, like, I should never go to a game again, well, at least the regular I, season. I will game. also but, say this, Ryan. Yes. If Notre Dame sputters in this game, now they're going to win, right? That's They're going to win. But if they sputter in this game, yep, I will threaten you with <laughs> being fired if you show up at the Duke game. I'm just telling you that right now. I don't think we're going to the Duke game anymore, so okay. you don't have to worry about okay. that one. You we were going to have to have a conversation like, Ryan, I love you, man. I don't want to have to do this. But if you go to the Duke game, I got to let you go, man. I got yeah. to yeah. let you go. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, man. Last two have been Marshall and then what was the one? Well, oh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, the good news is, well, and then they kind of, you covered it in the Navy game last year and they almost blew that one. Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm okay away games, though, because I was at Syracuse and they expect Syracuse up. So. But you were with me, so we were good. I neutralized I'm sure. it. I'm, I'm totally sure. kidding. No. Uh, when you cover the games, yeah, you're, you're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. So, um, so any, anyway, but that uh, I, I like that pick, right? So so if the game goes the way that you think, and you have fifty nine to ten, yeah, who are your who are your game balls going to on offense? A little bit of a wild card one. I'm going. Chris Tyree has his big Ooh. breakout this okay. week, man. I'm saying okay. he has a big catch and run. He has another. He has a touchdown at some point in this football game, and maybe they unloose a little bit. And maybe throw him a uh, give him a jet sweep, or they throw him a screen. Yeah, a and they just let him work in space, man. So give me yeah. Chris Tyree for, with a couple of big plays in this one. Part of me wonders if they're saving some of that stuff for Ohio State because, like, I'm surprised at how little we've seen that stuff from Tyree. Like yeah, not a, not sure. him not doing just them not using him, yeah. So I I'll, I'll leave it leave it at that. When you look at this game, Ryan, what do you think will be the biggest storyline about the offense coming out of the game if it goes the way that you think it's going to go? I mean, I think the biggest storyline is that I I well I hope well, well I should say this I hope the storyline is is that the offensive line has a really good performance and you feel a little bit better about that moving forward because again I I look back to. Bristol and Stewart inside for Central Michigan are quality football players, right? So you're still going to have Pat Coogan and Rocco Spindler and Zeke Carell have some players that they need to beat. I mean, like they're not bad football players at all, right? So I, I hope that it's the offensive line improves. I have a feeling that it's going to be that this is the most explosive Notre Dame team that we've seen in a couple, a few years, yeah. I think, from a national perspective. So people are going to watch this game, and I know they're going to shake their head at Central Michigan, but they're going to still see Chris Tyree break a long one. And they're still going to take a look at Tobias Merriweather, maybe have a catch a yard after catch play. And they're going to look at a couple of these running backs, maybe have a big play. Maybe Jeremiah Love busts one. Maybe J- Jadarian Price 
bus one, like whatever it is. I think that it's just going to be the explosiveness factor, but I hope that is that we're talking about the offensive line looks much improved comparative to the week before. I hope that's my hope. That would be nice. That would be nice. Defensively, Ryan, who gets your game ball? If Notre Dame wins this game, 59 to 10, as you predict, who gets your game ball? I'm going to say there's a couple key turnovers in this game. I I think I predicted him for one game this year, and I think he had a solid – yeah, he had a solid game, I believe, but I need to see a bigger impact. I'm going Jordan Patelho with a big one this okay. week, Brian. That would I make do me not happy, love the offensive the line for Central Michigan. The right tackle is a solid football player, but, I mean, even he's very beatable, right? The left tackle is not very good in my opinion. I hope that we see a two- to three-sack performance from Jordan Patello where maybe he has a strip sack during this game forces a fumble. So give me Jordan Patello to be the most disruptive player we've seen of him this year. I actually think Jordan Patello has played pretty good football in the nature of what he's being asked to do right. so far for Notre Dame, but let's let him get loose, man, and let him have a little bit of some turnover worthy plays potentially. That'd be nice. Be very nice if a defensive end or a defensive tackle because of pass rush as a player of the game. I, I dig that. What's your storyline about the defense coming out of this game, Ryan? If, if the game goes how you hope and predict it's going to go. Turnovers. Turnovers. I go back to our one of our storylines. I, I think that I just talked about it. Like Jordan Patello maybe has a strip sack. Maybe there's an ter- interception or two. I really think that this game is going to be about being advantageous defensively. There's going to be a lot of – I truly believe this. I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities to force turnovers in this one. The Bert Emanuel kid, again, good athlete. He's he's going to make a couple mistakes, though. He's a young quarterback. The offensive line is not very good. There's going to be opportunities to force balls out, whether it's in the run game, whether it's in the pass game, being disruptive, creating tip passes. I think that turnovers, forcing turnovers, is going to be the biggest storyline after this week. My prediction, as I said, Ryan, I, I have 52 to 10. Yep. I, I do. I we're we're, con, we're, con, we're pretty much on the same page, Ryan. I think we're going to see big plays in this game. I, I think we're going to see this offense come out. I hope it's. I hope we see some pass game big plays. But I watch this Michigan State defense, or excuse me, Central Michigan defense, and I'm thinking, like I'm watching the the Michigan State game, and I'm thinking to myself a couple times, boy, if if Jadarian Price gets the ball on that carry, it's gone. If Jeremiah Love has the ball on that carry, it's gone. Like, you know, you know, just kind of have some of that mindset of, boy, if this happens with this guy, it's gone. And when you look at just how well they've run the ball, it's been kind of a quiet, like, it, like trying to evaluate the the start that Audric estimates having. Yep. It's like the, the NC State game was a bit of a breakout with that one play. But then you look at it and you're like, you know, have I watched him and been like, you know, Josh Adams from a few years ago. No, not really. But then you look at the numbers, Ryan, and he's got 345 yards in three games. He's averaging eight yards a carry, <laughs> and he has four touchdowns in three games, and he's caught five passes for 55 yards. So Audrick Estime has 400 yards of offense in three games, and he's averaging 8.3 yards per play. Like, that's really impressive. It's pretty good. And, yeah. and, and I would say – he hasn't even played like lights out, lights out. You know what I mean? Like he's, but he's playing well and he's just doing things like just the little things effectively. And I think that's been a big part of it. And so I think Central Michigan's going to see that and say, we can't let seven go off on us again. Sure. Like he has the last two weeks. We can't let him rip off 80 yards. We can't let him do to our, our box what he did to, 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 Tennessee states. We just can't let them do it. 
And so they're going to load the box, and that's going to create some big plays on the perimeter with the receivers and the running backs. I would love to see something this week with 21 personnel. They did it with Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love last week. I'd love to see that again and this time use it to like throw outside and get those guys in the perimeter. I, I like the notion of the Chris Tyree play. I'd love to see Tobias Merriweather get another big play, maybe a couple. I'd like to see him be more of a volume guy in this game. And, and I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see that. I think we're gonna see some big plays in the pass game. I, I do. I and then that's gonna set up, they're gonna really put it away. Like I, I see a couple big plays early in the pass game. And then the run game gets going, right? They're going to yeah. come out, and and then the run game gets going, and and um, and you really put them away that regard. And I, I think the defense is just going to swarm Central Michigan. I, I do. I think this defense is going to come out this week and and play fast. I, I kind of hope JD Bertrand doesn't play. To be honest with you, even if they clear him, I'd say, look, let him sit, let him get right for Ohio State because you're going to need him, and then let Jack Kaiser and Drake Bowen handle the mic job but even if that even if jd doesn't play i still think the defense is going to overwhelm them i just hope they overwhelm them by letting the d-line feast a little bit central michigan has some okay skill players they do they have some decent skill players their quarterback yeah it's just the problem is their offensive line is so overwhelmed against a team like notre dame that's going to be the problem and if it doesn't happen this game that's a that's a concern for me so I, I think their de- their offense is going to really struggle to to move the ball and really struggle to put points on the board. Is kind of how I see this game, this game playing out, Ryan. And so I, I actually have their touchdown will either be on some kind of busted play, broken play. The second team gives up a score, maybe special team, something like that. But this is a team that had 219 yards of offense against Michigan State. Notre Dame should feast on them. And I I only have 10 because I think it's going to be some kind of mistake. Yeah. It's going to be some kind of fifty-yard gain sets them up for a touchdown, something like that, and uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. But that's even where my ten comes from. They should overwhelm this team on on defense, and I, I think that they will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. 
Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Irish for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Irish for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. My game ball on offense, Ryan. I, I'm kind. I, I'm kind of along the same lines of you. I'm going to go with a different guy. It's more hope and projection than it is necessarily. This is how the game's going to go. I like the Chris Tyree one a lot. That that was one I was leaning towards, uh, or not leaning towards, but in my conversation about. I'm going to go with Tobias Merriweather. Okay. I think he kind of got the confidence boost he needed last week. They need to get him going. And one thing I'd like to see, and I'm going to write an article about this on the plane today, Ryan, when I'm flying home. Notre Dame hasn't really attacked down the field a ton in this season, especially on the outside. The the so in the in the post game, one of the features of Irish Breakdown, and I've I've given you guys told you guys this, and if you're not on the board, I'm telling you, you're missing out. And I'm going to work on getting the run game one put together. I I told everybody they'd be out a little late this week because of everything going on. But uh, one of the things that 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 I that I did Ryan as I broke down, you know, I break down all the pass routes, and then what Notre Dame is what their production is thrown to each particular route. And when I, when I add those all together, there's like over 20 routes on there now. But one of the things that surprised me, and I don't know if you had a chance to see this because I didn't add it till yesterday. It wasn't part of the original breakdown, mm-hmm. but Notre Dame has only thrown two go routes all year so far. That's it. That's interesting. Two yeah. outside go routes. Now they've thrown some inside posts and they, they've thrown some seam routes and things like that, but they haven't taken a whole lot of just shots down the field. And uh, that's something that I want to see a little bit more of, to be completely honest with you, is taking some more of those shots out outside. And I, I think there's going to be chances to do that against Central Michigan. And I'd like to see them get some take advantage of some of those. So I, I, I'm going to go Tobias Merriweather. Defensively, Ryan, I'm, I'm going with you. I'm going Jordan Mattel Hall. I, I look at those tackles, Ryan, and, and I – I do like the right tackle, the young kid on on the right side. He's got some ability, yeah. but that left the tackle, six, seven kid or whatever. Yeah, that left tackle is. But even the kid who I think has some ability should not be blocking Jordan Patejo. And if I, you know, I didn't go with Jordan Patejo. Do you know who I who I could see having a really big pass rushing game this week, Ryan? Not, not Jean Baptiste. Yes, I have yeah. a feeling of all the players in the team, he's the one guy most amped up about this game, knowing what's coming next week. Sure. And I could yeah. see him being like really ramped up, waiting on that game and going off a little bit tomorrow. I could see that, or Saturday. I could see that as well. I'm glad you 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 read my mind on that one. Like that's that's exactly who I could see being that guy in this game is Shavante Jean Baptiste. We gonna see anything big from the special teams this week, Ryan, or is it just gonna be kind of do your job? Yeah, Spencer no Schrader. Spencer Schrader, one for one on his field goal attempt. That's all okay. I'm kind of looking for right now. Okay. So. Yeah, we both have him nailing a field goal. So we both have them. I have a 49 plus three, and then you have 56 plus three. So our score is basically just a touchdown apart. And I, I hope that you're correct on that one. So that would be <laughs> that would be nice to see. And uh, yeah, so that's our predictions. We we got a lot of y'all's predictions. We we're not doing a mailbag today, uh, but we did get one super chat, Ryan, that we'll quickly answer before we get going. Andrew Gilmore says, Do you see any design flaws in their name's offense for outside receivers? The tight ends and slot receivers do fine. Thomas was good in the slot. Great houses too. Even Merriweather's big catch last week was in the slot. Um, so to me, first of all, Thomas's touchdown in the opener was outside. Yeah. A big part of it, Ryan, is how teams are playing Notre Dame. And if yeah. and, and I and I did a breakdown on this on the board. 
uh, Andrew. And, and if you're on the message board, you, you would have seen that. I did, a, I did a breakdown last week. I'm not sure if you saw this, but when we did the Tennessee State game, for example, Ryan, we were showing plays where Tobias is like 30 yards downfield on the post route, and there's a safety like eight yards behind him. Their corners were just bailing at the snap. NC State's guys were, were, were playing the, the outside guys pretty well. But it really just comes down to the way that teams are playing Notre Dame to stop the run. It's exposing them on the perimeter, on the quick perimeter stuff. I mean, the reason Notre Dame didn't need to throw the ball down the field against Navy was because there just wasn't the need. The, the middle of the field was open, and, and the quick stuff on the perimeter was open. That's why they had a t- the two big tunnel screen gains. That's why uh, Aldrich had the 22-yard touchdown – or not touchdown run, but the third down conversion on the opening drive – it's why Jaden Greathouse was one on one open over the over the seam on his touchdown route. Chris Tyree got open for a twenty yard gain over the middle, because and it's exactly what we've pointed out. Andrew is why Notre Dame's been vulnerable to that part of the field early last week against NC State. Where did NC State have all their success against Notre Dame in the slot over the middle in routes, seam routes, things like that? Why? Because there's no linebacker help, and that's a much shorter throw for the opposition, and so. When you look at how NC State played Notre Dame, where were they vulnerable, Ryan? They were vulnerable up the seams, and they were vulnerable with their the, the quick stuff, you know, play actions and getting the, the ball down there. That's where they were vulnerable. So Notre Dame did a pretty good job, actually, from a design standpoint of, like, for example, on the seam route to Holden Stace, you know, using Tobias Merriweather to occupy the safety to get him free up the seam. And then on the play for Tobias, Tobias was the number two on that side. So he was in the slot, to your point. But they took Holden Stace and ran him right across the face of the safety. And so he paused for just a split second enough to prevent him from being able to drive on Tobias's in route. Well, in the the two previous games, when Notre Dame was running an in route out of a out of a twin set, that field safety was just driving on that in route, and they were just eating it up. So this was an adjustment that Notre Dame used to occupy that safety just long enough to get those in-breaking routes open because that's where the opening is because teams are bringing their safeties down to protect their linebackers because they're bringing their linebackers a ton in an attempt to stop the run game. And so right. what Notre Dame has done is said, hey, we're, this is what we're going to take advantage of. They, they, they need to be able to go deep because that's not going to be there all year. Teams are going to get more film and say, hey, we've, we've got to stop the middle of the field and stop doing this. But the as long as teams keep blitzing Notre Dame the way they are, with the run game, Notre Dame's going to keep attacking those parts of the field. I do, however, think that they need to try to find ways to get some more deep shots. But they've also, you know, some of their deep stuff they've done, Ryan, the the Tennessee State game, they hit three, was it, it was, they hit two and should have hit a third of those deep corners. So they're, they're running the scissors concepts. Well, why was that so effective? Because they were running off the post route. They were, they were so, they were so worried about Sam Hartman beating them down the field because of what he did at Wake that they basically were leaving that part of the field open. That stuff's been open. And so I, I like the fact that Jared Parker said, hey, this is how they're they're figuring out pretty quickly how they're playing them. And so part of the reason Tobias doesn't have a lot of production is because he's pretty much been a decoy because teams are defending the deep ball so much. Because the, what, they're, what they're doing, Ryan, is this, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you've watched the film. Yep. They are blitzing, run stunting, I should say, run blitzing a lot. And then saying, because we're bringing this pressure, what we are not going to do is allow them to then throw the ball over our head. Yeah, They're going to have to kind of nickel and dime us or whatever. And so they're protecting the deep ball and, 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 and bringing the run game. And then what Notre Dame has done a really good job of is then using their outside receivers to run that stuff off and open up the middle of the field. 
which is why all those plays have been open in the middle of the field. Right. That's that's really been a, been a key. Teams will adjust, Ryan. Yes, and then Notre Dame will have to be able to adjust in kind and win outside. Well, it's it's the reaction, it's the action reaction thing, right? Like the middle of fields open because of things that are happening around it, right? Like there's a reason that a corner is bailing or a safety has to kind of hold high high it from depth or a linebacker is getting late getting over, you know, for you know to drop to to the to the seam. Like there's there's obviously it's out of design. Andrew is kind of the point, and I think that's what Brian was was you know getting at is that it's just out of design. My my thought process is. I don't see any flaws in the Notre Dame offense from the outside perspective. I think that it's twofold right now. One, out of design. Two, I think that right now you're still getting those outside receivers who are still pretty young in most instances, more comfortable to win in those types of situations, right? That'll come. It'll come. As they become more confident, as you get some more opportunities, I think that'll come. Because the one thing I know so you certainly have a quarterback that can hit an outside yes. seam ball, right? Like you certainly have a, a quarterback that can take the top off of an outside oriented route. I mean, go watch Wake Forest and what they were able to do with guys like A.T. Perry, like Jamal Banks, like Donovan Green. Like those mm-hmm. guys were winning outside a ton. So I think it'll come. And you have to remember also, you played a good team against NC State this past week. But before that, you've also played. Navy, Tennessee State. I don't think that we've gotten the full scope offensively of everything Notre Dame's going to throw out yep. there this year, right? Is kind of my other point. So I'm interested to see what it looks like next week against Ohio State. Yes. Is there some things that they've been, I would say, holding back, but like leaving under wraps a little bit, right? Like yeah. leaving it there. Or it's it in the game plan if we need it, but it never yes. got there. The other thing, too, Ryan, is I do, though, if I was to say that there was a flaw, it's not a design flaw. I thought the outside receivers struggled beating the jam of the NC State corners last week. They were exposing their chest, trying to do these like high swims. Uh, they weren't really using their hands at all. They caught some breaks. You know, Chris Tyree gets ran out of bounds and driven to the ground trying to get outside. Ends up Sam Hartman scrambles. He gets back inside, back in bounds. They throw the ball, goes for 65 yards. That was right. not a well-executed play by Chris Tyree. That was a well-executed play by Sam Hartman. Sure. There were times when Jaden Thomas was was doing a vertical release and would just run around the guy. Well, that's exactly what he wants you to do. I, I thought the releases and, and moves on top ends was problematic last week. It's going to have to get better. And um, that was the one flaw, but I don't think it's a design flaw. Uh, right. you know. And, and there, there will be some more opportunities to do that. Like, for example, Tennessee State, we we said they're going to play a lot of cover one, a lot of man. They they pressed a lot. They didn't press hardly at all from what I remember against Notre Dame. They were playing off coverage the entire game. Yep. They were not going to let Notre Dame hit 80-yard bombs on them. And what did that leave them open to? Okay, you're hitting check downs, and guys are catching the ball behind the line and running for 40 yards untouched, right? I mean, there's a reason, guys, that stuff's open. There's a reason that Notre Dame has had a 40-yard touchdown, three 40-yard touchdowns this year on balls thrown at the line of scrimmage. Why? Because where's the defense? Either inside or real deep. That's 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 what's there because of how teams are defending them. They'll adjust. Teams will say, okay, well, those teams tried that. Didn't work. <laughs> so we're going to have to try something different. And then you're going to have teams that think they're good enough to not have to do that against Notre Dame. And that's when the outside receivers are going to have to win. And I'd like to see them start to do that this week. Be nice to get that confidence going. So that's going to do it for the show, everybody. I, I appreciate that. Uh, as ND Irish 25 said, folks, smash that like button. We would appreciate that very, very much. 
hit the notification bell. Sub obviously, if you're if you're subscribed, you should then hit the notification bell. So that way, when like days like today, when we move it up to noon, you'll be made aware of it and and be able to get get with us. So and then of course, if you have not hit the if you have not subscribed to the message board. Uh, we blew past that 3,000 mark, so that's very exciting. Now we're shooting for 4,000 next, right, Ryan? So uh, we would appreciate that. If you're a, a regular listener and like being a part of our community, join the message board because we continue these conversations over there. Uh, Ryan does film breakdowns over there. I do my my analysis and my film breakdowns over there as well. They're message board-only stuff, and it's really, really good content, so you don't want to miss out on that. You can find that at boards.irishbreakdown.com. If you're listening via podcast platform, we would love it. If you'd give us a five-star review, greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that. And also make sure you sign up for the CFP Nation channel. So they had Stuart Mandel on the show today uh, talking about, uh, you know, Texas and Miami and Florida State. Are they back? Uh, and um, it was a very interesting discussion about who they think is and who they're not sure about yet and who, they're, who no, not yet. Uh, it was an interesting discussion. And, of course, the CFP Nation guys also made their predictions for game three games. They went through like eight or nine different games. Actually, it was really, really good work. So you definitely want to check that out as well over on the CFP Nation channel. So uh, for Ryan, I'm Brian, folks. Thanks you so much for being with us today. I'm going to be heading back to Indiana today. Uh, looking forward to getting home, but always, always, uh, always sad leaving my my family behind. But uh, definitely looking forward to getting home, seeing the misses and seeing the seeing the dogs and just sleeping in my own bed. So that'll be nice too. And then Saturday, man, Notre Dame, Central Michigan, it's it's ready to rock and roll. Thanks for being with us, guys. And we will see you tomorrow, Ryan. You and I will be together again tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Oh, and actually, no, you won't. You, you'll be driving, right? I'll be on the road unless you'll you be want on me the to road. hook up the uh, – hook up the, the – Yeah. Call it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you'll be on the road. We'll have a we'll, – you'll be you'll emceeing. Be we'll have to get together, but you might be emceeing behind the scenes tomorrow. We'll have to figure that one out. But uh, I got you. Anyway, thanks for being with us, folks. You guys will see Ryan. If you're at the game, you'll maybe see Ryan in person. He's going to be in the stands. Hopefully, he's rocking some IB gear. So people oh, will, will be able to see him and and uh, and come up to him and, and say hi. So uh, everyone else going to the game, safe travels, and we'll see you all very soon on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. <laughs>